Welcome back, Video Game Votary Vanguard. It's your boy, the Video Game Votary. We're here with another episode of the Video Game Votary. So we had a couple big releases uh, this past week. Let's start with the first one, Days Gone. Days Gone is a zombie apocalypse style uh, third person shooter game similar to the likes of The Walking Dead. Um, so I haven't picked up the game yet. I definitely was excited about it. Um, Maybe I'll get it and take it on uh, vacation when I go next week and play it through. So, um, throughout, like, looking at my Facebook page, social media, and stuff like that, I'm seeing mixed reviews, you know, just from the general population. What I mean by that is just, you know, regular gamers like me and you. Uh, some people, a lot of people have been saying that it's not that great a game. You got some people say that they enjoy the game. And apparently IGN released a uh, review and was saying that it wasn't that good. And that it had uh, repetitive missions, uh, basically purposeless uh, open world and unsatisfying storyline. But again, I've said before in the past and my previous videos and stuff like that, that you can't always go off of the review. You have to get your own opinion about it. Same thing with people in general or anything in general. You got your own opinion about it, people. Don't just go off because IGN rated it. They're supposed to be critical. Like, that's why they're critics. And that's why they're out there. But it's some games that um, people just say or critics say that's not that good. and actually a fun game that you could really possibly enjoy. So I wouldn't um, I wouldn't base my decision on what IGN says. I wouldn't base my decision on what anybody says. I'm going to try it for myself and find out. So, uh, needless to say, I'll probably be picking that up to take that um, on vacation with me, playing that through. I had plans of maybe doing Kingdom Hearts, but I don't know what I'm going to do. But I know I need to get some more recent games because I've been doing uh, some retro stuff lately. Uh, also, another game, big release that I may also pick up too is Mortal Kombat 11. Um, yeah, some people's mixed reviews. Um, you got some people saying it's not that good. And you got, for the most part, I'm hearing that the game is really good. I was excited about it. I was excited about the uh, the previews and the trailers and stuff like that. I'm also getting uh, seeing a good reaction to the Nintendo Switch version as well, which is good to know too. You know, in case you want to play Mortal Kombat uh, mobily, you can pick that up on your Switch. So um, maybe I'll gra grab both of those and uh, take the PlayStation with me down there. It's always easy to take the Switch because it's so much smaller and compact, uh, you know, compact and stuff like that. So I don't know, but uh, if you haven't picked those up. Head over to your local uh, game store and your uh, e-store, uh, PlayStation store, Xbox store, stuff like that, and download those games. Um, also, the PS5 was officially officially announced. I know there was a leak and there was a conversation about some of the hardware, but it's being officially announced. But apparently, we will not see it uh, this fiscal year. It won't be to the next fiscal year. The fiscal year is not the same as the physical year, so we won't see the PS5 until Apple after. April of 2020. I'm guessing it's going to be a release of uh, November because that's when a lot of consoles get released in big games so that it's there uh, for the holiday season. And if it does come out, it will definitely, definitely come out before uh, Black Friday and Christmas. I can guarantee you that. That's uh, smart marketing uh, for from a sales perspective. So I'll be on the lookout for it, uh, you know, towards the end of next year. We know they're not making appearance at E3. So, We'll just see how that goes. I'm excited to see the PS5, honestly. So we'll see what's going on. Um, the PS4, while we're on the subject of Sony, the PS4 is nearing 100 million physical sales. Uh, they had $12.8 billion in digital revenue, which is an insane amount for a console that's been out 
close to five years. That's insane. Uh, so shout out to Sony and congratulations on the success of the PS4. Um, Zero Page is a, uh, we'll move on from PlayStation. Zero Page, he is a custom modder. He spent seven years developing the Super Mario Brothers, the original Super Mario Brothers game, and developing a port for it to run on the Commodore 64. And it was a great looking port. Uh, John Hancock um, had did a video of him playing it on a C64 Mini, and the game looks great. It's almost identical to the original game. But unfortunately, they Nintendo ran down on Zero Pages uh, uh, Parade even though it's still available, but they did release and demand a uh, takedown of that game and port. Um, my, my opinion on that, um, I just feel like the game has been out for so long. The game is done what it's done. Zero Page, he's a modder. He's a gamer like me and you. He's not making any money off of this port. I don't even think he's selling it. There's apparently still available. If you know how to search online, you can still get the port, but... I just feel like he's not making any money off of it. So it's like, what? what's the big deal? You know, he's a fan. He wanted to see it on Commodore 64, even if it wasn't intended for that purpose. I just feel like at a certain point, you know, 20 plus years, you know, he, he's not affecting you. He's not taking any money out of your pocket. I can see if he redid the Super Mario Odyssey or something, something that's still currently in your current um, generation of consoles and you're still making money off of it. So... I, I don't I don't agree with that at all. Um, you know, that's something that's exciting for, you know, homebrew developers and stuff like that that still want to play, you know, their uh retro consoles and want to experience uh, you know, a different experience in different games. So I mean that guy worked seven years on it. I just feel like at the very least, reach out to him and work something out. Um and, you know, maybe he can help push Nintendo as well. You know, there's always a way to do something, but I don't agree with that. I mean, he worked seven years on it. It's just like, man, you know, I don't know. But my opinion on it, I don't really agree with it. I do understand it, but I don't really agree with it because it's been so long. They made their money off of Super Mario World. They still continue will be. Like, just because he made a port for the Commodore 64 doesn't mean, like, no one's ever going to buy the original Super Mario Brothers. It's just not going to happen. So it's not that uh, big, a, big a deal. Um, so next topic I wanted to discuss is... You guys have been watching all this week. You notice that I have recently changed my online handle. And that's all on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, Flipboard, um, PlayStation Network, Xbox Live, as well as Nintendo. I changed everything to Video Game Votary. I'll be going by the Video Game Votary as well as the channel. It's just a lot simpler. That's my name. That's my brand. It's all mine. So the website, everything is all Video Game Votary. So if you're looking to just uh, get in touch with me, uh, connect with me socially, watch me, uh, you know, make different posts. I've changed everything to video game voters. So if you, that's all you got to put in on any social media platform or any video game platform, including PC. I'm video game voter all the way around. So you can find me very easily. I created a new Facebook page. Uh, my name is video game voter. I made it like a regular profile, but I got that name in there to kind of, um, you know, promote the channel promote the brand but i have a like page too but your limit you have limitations with the like page you're not able to interact and do certain things that you normally would with a normal profile so that's why i went about it 
I've had some people that had issues with it and say, oh, it's not your name, but I link it directly back here. You guys are able to see my face and identify me. And if you guys don't know, my real name is Marcus. I've been getting a lot of that, but not too much, you know. So if you're looking for me, want to contact me, especially like on Facebook. I met a bunch of people on uh, Facebook in this past week, and I got new subscribers from there. Welcome to the channel, by the way. And um, so if you're looking to just um, communicate with me socially and just uh, have different conversations and watch my random posts and stuff like that just hit me up search video game voter on any social media platform and there you'll find me uh so moving on um also while we're on the topic of facebook while i was on there i thought of an idea you know you're up and coming and aspiring youtuber like myself um we, we all know youtube has certain guidelines that you have to thresholds that you have to cross before you make any type of money now i'm not looking to become a millionaire i think some of us are not we just want to to do something new to express how we feel and our opinions about video games and also share with other video gamers and other YouTubers. But we also put some sort of money into it, no matter what, what your setup is. I know I've spent some money, which I don't mind, but you know, we all spend some money, whether that be on our phones, lighting equipment, webcams, um, your, um, capture cards, whatever you did to spend money to set your channel up, you would like to recoup some of that money. The YouTube rules are you got a thousand subscribers, four thousand uh watch minutes in order to even make money off of advertisements. And that's not even by the view, that's just you know by advertisers, and that is actually by the view as well. So it's not by views per se for your, each episode. So um I developed a YouTube support group for other YouTubers up and coming, no matter the genre, if it's video games it'd be even better, but the objective of that is if you search it on YouTube, not on YouTube, on Facebook, YouTube support group, I designed that to help other up and coming YouTubers basically cross that threshold so that we can begin to recruit some of our money that we put out to create this content. And actually, we're still, even if we're on a smaller level than some of the larger YouTube names, we still contributing to YouTube in order, you know, they're making money before we make money a long time before, unless we, you know, we go viral overnight and we all know that's not the case. So the objective in there is to get a thousand people into this Facebook group and we all subscribe to each other. That way we all cross that threshold. That's very, very difficult to achieve just starting out, you know, but from there, it's up to you to create the content and keep people drawn in to get your watch time and stuff like that. So if you guys are up and coming YouTuber and you come across this channel, Go on Facebook, type in YouTube support group, and there you'll find it. Uh, I'm the admin in that group. Um, and, you know, send a request, request to join the group, and we'll add you in, and uh, we'll subscribe to your channel. I'm, I normally do a sub-for-sub thing because I just appreciate people doing it, even though it's free. Some people just won't subscribe to your channel for whatever reason. It's beyond me, but whatever the case may be. So, guys, looking for some support for your YouTube, YouTube support group on Facebook. Uh, so, next want to discuss my trips this year going to a couple expos this year coming up real real soon we probably about a month away from the first one the biggest one being e3 uh so that'd be the biggest one that's in uh i believe it's june the 10th through the 13th or something like that or 13th through the 16th uh it'd be in los angeles at the convention center i will be there i'll be recording i'll be live i will be getting back to you with exclusive footage content news you name it I'll be there. Uh, also, um, right after that, um, after E3, that weekend, I'm going to fly to Seattle, and I'll be there for the Seattle 
Retro Gaming Expo. So I'll be live there at Swap Meet. So you see me, I'll have on video game rotary uh, clothing, t-shirts or whatever. And just walk up to me and we can conversate, stuff like that. So I'll be at Seattle Retro Gaming Expo uh, right after E3 that following weekend, that Saturday and Sunday. Can't remember the dates right on top of my head. Also in October, I'll be flying to Portland for the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. So I'll be there live as well doing coverage, uh, delivering news, breaking news, and whatever else we find out at Portland Retro Gaming Expo. So I'm also looking forward to the panels and meeting some of my favorite YouTubers and stuff like that that uh, always already set some things up where, you know, I've been in contact with John Riggs and John Hancock, uh, a couple other people. So I'm looking forward to meeting them people. Also Seattle, I'm looking forward to going to Seattle and Taking a trip to the uh, Pink Gorilla Gaming, which is, uh, um, forgetting her name right on top of my head, but she is a constant guest on Metal Jesus Rock's YouTube channel. Uh, it's Kelsey, Kelsey Lewin. That's her uh, store, Pink Gorilla Gaming. She has two stores in Seattle, so I'm definitely looking forward to that and looking forward to, you know, the experience and going to see that. So that's what's coming up uh, as far as trips and uh, exclusive expo uh, news and stuff like that. Uh, also, I want to discuss Arcade One Up, a release recently released uh, Mortal Kombat cabinet, and so now I've seen them, and I, I, I wanted to get one, but I wasn't like super pressed to get one. But now they've just been kind of getting my attention more and more, so I'm thinking about actually doing like an arcade devoted to the Arcade One Ups, just because they're actually cheaper, even though they're smaller, they're cheaper, and they are more readily available than some of the larger arcade cabinets. So be looking forward to me doing that when I do do my uh, video game votary venue tour, which is down here in the man cave. I would like to have some of those one-ups um, readily available and be able to be on display and be ready for play when my buddies come over, the boys, or anybody else come down to the basement. We can have some fun. Uh, also, GameStop. Now, if you've been watching 20 Hour Tuesdays the past month or so, we've been going to GameStop taking advantage of the 4 for 20, which is any $9.99 and under pre-owned games, you can uh, get them 4 for $20. But they have recently changed that to 2 for 20. But they did up the um, the scale as far as which games qualify. It's now $14.99 and under. So it's now 2 for 20 and not 4 for 20. So I hope you guys took advantage of that deal when they had it. To build your collection if, you're, if that's what you're looking for. Um, also, I took a trip to the Glen Burnie location. Now, I know just from talking to different people on social media, communicating with them that uh, it was different game shops probably outside of Maryland, from what I know, um, had um, retro games and consoles in stock and available for the people to purchase. And I know they've always been available to purchase online, but I went in the Glen Burnie location and they actually had uh, retro game consoles and games in stock ready to be purchased. So that was my first time seeing it. So, of course, my eyes lit up like light bulbs. So I was excited to see that. It's definitely good to see. And I I don't know what the reasoning is behind it. I would imagine that it's got, you know, you got some retro game stores that's around on a smaller scale that kind of had that market. And I feel like they're trying to move in on that market. But I still feel like, support your uh, local businesses as well because you know you want to keep them afloat and they were definitely the ones there i guess they're more in tune with the actual customer and GameStop being on a bigger and larger scale and actually a lot of their games from what i've seen was kind of expensive 
um, more than what you see online. And I know certain games like Mario and Zelda, they hold their value. You're not really getting any of that stuff any cheaper. But it seemed like they were kind of expensive for some of them. Um, and even with the consoles, you know, for instance, you can see uh, the original NES. I think you can get them for like 70 or 80 bucks sometimes. Um, that would be refurbished seller will clean them and stuff like that i know mine i got for a good price and it's in really really good condition but they wanted at GameStop. i think they wanted 100 120 dollars or whatever case may be so it's kind of expensive and i think they just trying to um you know in a sense kind of corner the market or whatever but i think that's cool to them to add that because they know you know retro gaming right now is probably as high as it's been in a while it's actually a, a, a thing now so i guess shout out to them and shout out to all the local stores as well um, so also, if you want to get in touch with me, like I told you, the online handles changed the video game voter. If you want to get in touch with me, uh, the uh, website, the video game voter at wordpress.com that's official, uh, website of video game voter, video game voter podcast available on all podcast platforms. That's the audio from each episode. Um, so you can check that out. Um, all the links to the, uh, podcast as well as the, uh, YouTube videos are available on uh the video game voter.wordpress.com also if you want to donate straight to the video game votary help pay for flights equipment send me the expos whatever the case may be www.patreon.com backslash video game votary you can donate straight to that being that i'm not making any money for doing this which i don't mind because i enjoy doing it but you know be nice to recoup some of my money for the stuff that i spent and for the time that i put out which would be pretty cool. I think it just sucks. You should be able to make money off advertising right away. So YouTube, you should definitely change that. Um, so we're going to end the episode on that note. This has been another episode of the Video Game Votary. I'm your boy, the Video Game Votary. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. It's going to be a link right here in the description. Um, not in the, in the description, but at the end of the video, it's a, it's a uh, subscribe button that you click on that. Subscribe to it if you haven't. Also, there's one right below the description here in the video. So thanks for tuning in. It's your boy, Video Game Voter.